Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people, all kinds of people, all kinds of people in the world. Now, on the Talk of Muncie, WMUN, all kinds of people, hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz. Getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana, in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. And good, good morning, everybody. Welcome to all kinds of people, and I am delighted to have with me this morning Will Davis. Will, thanks for coming down to Wolf Boom. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe. Always um, a privilege. Yeah. Um, Will, as many of you know, is the co-founder of Ontario Systems and has gone on now to um, launch Noble Y, where Lil spends much of his time traveling around the country doing various lectures and consulting. Oh, and I... I should really apologize for not saying Dr. Will Davis. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's very kind of you. Thank you, Indiana Wesleyan, for that. Indiana Wesleyan University gave you the doctorate, uh, honorary doctorate in business management. So that's that's quite interesting, I think. That's well, cool. Thank you. So let's back up a little bit. I, I'm curious, with you starting Ontario Systems, I've always had a sense you've had some entrepreneurship in your blood. Were there things that you recall in elementary school, maybe as you headed into high school, that led you to do things a little differently? I mean, I'm sure you got all A's in those schools, <laughs> thank you, but. Um, not necessarily entrepreneurially, I would say. Um, I'm one who was fortunate to have a family that was very supportive and wanted me to try my wings in a lot of things, and so I did. And school for me was, uh, academically, was not difficult. And so I immersed myself in extracurricular activities. Okay. I played all the sports and uh, band and choirs and things like that. And I, I enjoyed all of it. So very involved. Very involved and uh, had a great, a great experience, actually. And early on, Dad was a pastor, so mm -hmm. you sort of moved around Indiana a bit for a while. So not necessarily nestled into one school. Right, it's interesting. Uh, I am a PK, a preacher's kid, and so I tell people I'm from Indiana. I'm from all around Indiana, as it turns <laughs> out. Uh, but, you know, I was fortunate in that in his, in his line of work, you often move very frequently, and we actually had a period of time for nine years where I was in one school, which was Yorktown at this, in this case, um, and I really did most of my formative growing at okay. that school. Now, I left after my junior year basketball season and before the season where they won the sectional for the first time. Oh. <laughs> my friends told me, if you'd left a year earlier, we would have run that one, that one too. I said, well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a great experience. And I moved to a little tiny town west of Indianapolis for my senior year. And uh, again, kept up the involvement, extracurricular things as well. But very fortunate to have that kind of a family structure that allowed us and encouraged us to be involved and to pursue all of our 
abilities, whatever they, to whatever extent we had them. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it was, and it was a great brothers thing. and sisters involved too. Yes. Uh, besides having a father who's a pastor, which obviously shaped a lot of the way I think and the way I am, I have a twin brother, and I'm the fifth of five kids. So I had basically three older siblings who were wonderful parents and mentors as well as being my 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 siblings. Okay. Okay. But I had a twin brother. So I had a built-in best friend, uh, somebody to get into mischief with, somebody to play <laughs> neighborhood games with, somebody to be on my side if I got into an altercation. Um, and uh, we are we're still very, very good friends, even though we live a thousand miles apart now and sure. have for years. So. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm kind of curious about the sports thing because I knew that you did play. Was there a sport that really was your favorite? I think being from Indiana, if you did answer something other than basketball, you'd little be basketball. a little odd. Okay. So I loved basketball and did play it. Uh, I was probably better at baseball uh, and had more opportunities post-school to, to do things with baseball. So, um, But even that, you know, I'm a pretty mediocre talent <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> no, and when no, you, no, as no. you as you progress <laughs> into anything, you realize how incredibly gifted people are at the next level. I and know. there's a bunch of them. And so uh, I have continued to enjoy watching other people uh, demonstrate their excellence. And I've uh, just thought, now that's what I was going to be like. You know? I guess I share that <laughs> with you sometimes with the sports that I play too. Always having those moments on the bench saying, hmm, he is better than he me. He is so better. That's fine. Yeah, I'm know, not. That's okay to go. Um, <laughs> um, I, I am quite fascinated by the moving around. Because I've talked to students over the years, and oftentimes when they have moved a lot, they felt unplugged from community, had to reinvent friends. I just have a sense the pastoral family situation allowed that to happen much smoother. You know, it's um, it's one of those interesting things. I, I don't I don't know that we could have done that as easily without a family structure that was supportive. And so having a very strong nuclear family, and again, I was just very fortunate to be, you can't choose your parents. A lot of things in life you can't choose. You don't, can't choose your parents. I was born into a family that uh, was very supportive and very loving and very encouraging. And so the, there are definite transitions when you move, and it was very difficult at times. And at the same time, uh, being more committed to my family than I was to myself, which is, I don't know that a lot of 16-year-olds would say that, but I think I think my twin brother and I both were, and we, my dad gave us the choice. Do you want to move or do you want to stay here one more year? We could work it out one way or the other. And we said, you know, we want to be with the family. So we made the move, and because of that, then I think you make these internal decisions. Am I going to uh, mourn the loss forever, or am I going to accept, you know, this is different, but it's not necessarily bad. Let's figure out what's good about it. And uh, I will tell you, one of the ironies is, and you haven't asked me this question, but it, it might be of interest. We moved to a school that had less than 200 in their top four grades, so less than 50 in a class. And my twin brother and I, who were both really invested in Yorktown and both became really invested in this little tiny school in less than a year and a half, both of us met our brides and were both still married to the same girl. That's so, incredible. Uh, in a small school like that, some would point to that and say, well, hmm, maybe it was meant to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, as you're sharing this information, 
I'm quite fascinated with the thought that maybe that kind of movement around allows one to develop the ability to adjust to new surroundings and work with different people, much more so than being locked into one system for all 12 years, let's say, of school. There's probably some truth in that. I, I, I'm not studied it, but uh, there's probably some truth in that. For I sure. guess I hear that in your voice as you're doing yeah. that. And the fact that you and your twin met two very important people in your lives. Indeed. Which is pretty intriguing. It is. That's so cool. Pretty amazing. Yeah. So um, bailing out of high school, off to Chirp Chirp Land. There you go. I know you're a sports fan. I see you at all the various activities <laughs> that I'm at. Thank you. And shaking hands with people and saying hi to people. So when you went to Ball State, were you totally geared on a business program and starting your own business eventually? And oh, no. Yeah, that's a great question. That the focus? <laughs> no, I, I went to school imagining that uh, I would get a degree in psychology and probably get an advanced degree or two, and I'd, be, I'd do some therapy with people. I always enjoyed people, love working with people, trying to figure out why does that affect them that way? Why does it affect me this way? And so I went to school with that anticipation, and after I had spent I'd taken almost all but one class the major required in psychology. Okay. I decided, you know what? I don't think there's going to be the satisfaction in this, in the fulfillment of that study that I had hoped for, because I don't think they know the why. Because I, I became I came convinced that it was physiologically oriented primarily, and so <clears throat> I determined that I would probably need to get a different kind of training. I went to, hmm. I did pick up the pre-med degree actually and graduated with that, but did not get into med school the first time around and okay. had no objective way that I could say that I didn't deserve to get in. So I, I, went, I took that as a time out and said, I wonder what I'm supposed to do. And I took some business classes and boom, got married and thought, you know, I'm going to just, I'm not going to jump into something. I'm going to try to think about what I should be doing. Ultimately, I decided I would try business. Try business. Okay. And it worked, by the way. But we'll get into that. We've been very fortunate. Yeah, we'll get into that. We're talking with Will Davis. Um, I'm Joe Mashevitz, and we're going to be back in just a bit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're with Will Davis, the co-founder of Ontario Systems. And, Will, when we left, you had just lost getting into med school. I've talked to friends over the years that applied for certain things and got rejected. Oftentimes they regroup. So you regrouped and jumped into the business side. I did. What was the attraction of that? Or? At the time? Yeah. It was uh, support my family. Okay. Uh, okay. My wife and I got married after our freshman year right. at university. She had gone to Purdue and I went to Ball State and we decided I decided it, we had to either get married or break up because I would kill myself driving back and forth to Lafayette every weekend at 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> just to see my girlfriend. I get the picture. And, uh, yes. So we got married, and I felt like that she had delayed her dreams for me to put me, get me through schools at some nature, and I needed to get, I needed to get serious about fulfilling my, my responsibility as a head of household. And so I, I felt like that was pretty marketable, and I had some uh, – some interest in the the way things work in okay. the commercial world, which I, I didn't understand much about being raised. You know, my dad's entrepreneurial activity was a church. Sure. They really work differently than, than a commercial business. But you have to work through people, and that's that's the common denominator. You have to work through people. Yeah, I know that's been a big focus of your life and working with Ontario So, so I, I enjoyed I enjoyed transferring that, and um, 
didn't have any idea what I was doing to get my first job after I graduated. I really literally walked on this downtown Muncie, went to the knocked on doors of the big banks because banks okay. looked like a good place to work. I had worked a lot of really crummy jobs getting through undergraduate school. Um, and so I wanted to, I wanted a place that was air conditioned and wore, people wore nice clothes. They didn't <laughs> swear at each other all the time. I thought, this is a, I'm going to, this looks like a bank to me. Yeah. So I went to the banks and lo and behold, uh, mutual, they hired me. And, uh, I had worked at the computer center at ball state in addition to my undergraduate degree and, um, in business. And so, um, yeah, Don Roberts and Gene Kern were the two guys at the time, and they took a flyer on this wet behind the years. <laughs> Here's a new graduate. New graduate. And offered me a job there and, and gave me responsibility. Here's the, the tie-in that's interesting. Gave me responsibility for managing not only the accounting function of the bank, but also the online accounting system, which you know, kept track of all the accounts. That's your work back at the computer science area. Yeah, and so I was comfortable in that environment with that terminology and that language, even though I'd never held a commercial programming job at the time. Sure, sure. So I took that job, went on to parlay that into an MBA, finally at Ball State. Right, you got your master's of business administration. um, And took some classes in computers, and that was kind of the beginning of, of my career moves. Okay. It's interesting to me when people talk about those things that while you were doing your schoolwork, you were working in the computer science department, so you were picking up tidbits of information, and then all of a sudden you're at your first job, and they ask you to work in that area, and obviously that has some kind of tie into the whole Ontario systems thing down the road. <laughs> yeah, down the road, it does. Yeah. It took a little while. It took a little while. Um, so I spent three years at the bank, and had a wonderful experience there, the great people, still great people. Um, and a few years later, they asked me if I'd come back and serve on their board. Okay. And I thought, what a wonderful privilege. Um, but I actually left there vocationally to go to work for General Motors. Right. Why would I do that? Well, um, again, I was new, young, young, newly married, now had a baby, and the compensation was a big piece of it. Sure. We, we used to call it generous motors because <laughs> the pay was ridiculous and, and compared, compared to what we thought we were worth. The benefits were even better. So I went to work at Generous Motors, and it didn't take me long there to figure out that um, I was not born to make cars. It, it was unsatisfying. The work environment for me was very um, bureaucratic, okay. and I just... Um, my spirit was, if I can use that terminology, uh, with a friend, uh, it just felt stifled. And so I kind of kept an eye out for, this may have prompted the what, what is perceived as entrepreneurial behavior. I started keeping an eye out for opportunities, opportunities. where I could do something. And, I, and I, we were buying shoes for young children, and we were buying them at Stride Right, and it looked to me like they were charging a mint for a pair of shoes. I thought, man, I should have a Stride Right franchise. <laughs> and my wife looked at me and said, what do you know about selling children's shoes? <laughs> I had to admit I knew nothing. I thought the same thing about a Wendy's franchise. And she said, you know nothing about flipping burgers. Sure. And uh, that was true, too. And uh, part of my work at General Motors, which had been parlaying that uh, very brief history in computers, was to be assigned in the, com- in the industrial engineering department to a group where my future business partner, Ron Falkwer, was already assigned and leading. And Ron is a degreed computer scientist. And he said, I need help. 
I want if I'm going to work this many hours, I so want to work was, with somebody I like. That was the start of the partnership. That was the start of the partnership. Yeah. Even though we didn't know it was going to be a partnership sure, yet, but sure. we were we partnered at General Motors for three years, and then we saw an opportunity as many and microcomputers were just becoming viable. They they worked enough of the time that you could use them for something uh, besides doing enneagrams or whatever. Um, we decided. Other businesses could use these services, but they don't have the software to do it. So that was the germinating Bingo. idea for what became okay. Ontario Systems. Okay. And without Ron, it wouldn't have happened. Um, but I'm just always fascinated by when talking with people on this program, how circumstance or just happenstance, bumping into a person at a job, getting to talk to that person, hey, we could do some software stuff. And <laughs> And all of a sudden, it leads to all different things away from what you were doing. It may be even more serendipitous than that would imply. Ron's wife and I were better friends, actually, than Ron and I were in high school. Okay. We knew each other from high school. He's a couple years older than me, but we knew each other. And his wife was actually my dad's secretary. The church's office was in our home. And I'd come home from school, and Cheryl would be there, and you know, we'd chat and so, okay. I got really pretty welcome with her and uh, that was the base that was the friendship basis that caused me to go to work for General Motors in the first place okay. Ron she was they were both concerned about the number of hours that they were he was working Ron said why don't you ask Will I think he's interested in computers and he did and I said yes and uh, <laughs> that that then was the beginning of the journey that led to that. Man, that's a small world. <laughs> it's a small <laughs> world, isn't it? <laughs> Good, when we think about some of those things. So, um, it led you to writing a book, Creating a Culture of Excellence, Changing the World of Work One Person at a Time. In a minute or so, <laughs> what's the real thrust of that book when we talk about changing the culture one person at a time? In a minute or so. Yeah. Uh, the idea for me was it would not have been success if we created a business that was only financially viable. If we created a business but nobody really wanted to work there, including me, that was what I was running away from. I was running away from an environment that paid me well but that I didn't really want to work there. And so I, um, the germinating idea was if we could start a business – what would make it a place that people really wanted to work? And we tried to treat people the way we want to be treated in the workplace. Our experience led us to, to do that, and that's what, the, that's what the lessons learned. The book is kind of the lessons learned about what would work if you were trying to create a place that was a magnet for people. What would work? And is, is some of that simply getting to know the workers beyond their skill sets? In, in fact, and providing opportunities for them in a variety yeah, of ways and of flexibility course. and yeah, skill skills are trainable, characters not, yeah. aptitude is not, and so we tried but, to hire for aptitude and character and train skills, and that's the opposite of the way that most hiring processes work. Most hiring processes are looking to short circuit the time between a hire and production. Production. We were yeah. saying, look, we're going to hire for a lifetime if we if we need to. Yep. But we're willing to train the skills. Are you the kind of person who would enjoy this kind of work? Okay. If you are, we may be the right place for you. Okay. And so, as we wrap up, I think this August, you and Cindy celebrate 50 years of marriage. You've got three children, seven grandchildren, 
Is there going to be a big hoopla party going on in August with us? 50 uh, years. 50 years. Uh, I, I call her Saint Cindy as a result of that. <laughs> no one else would put up with me for that uh, long. That's so nice. Uh, yes, we're actually going to take a little uh, European river cruise ourselves. Good for and you. we hope to get together with the kids and the, and the grandkids, and their schedules make this really hard to do. I'm sure. We're going to try to get I'm together sure. with them for a one big family soiree. Yeah. I think we like each other well enough it'll work. So I think that's we'll so see. Cool. That's so cool. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been with Will Davis this morning, the co-founder of Ontario Systems. Will, I totally appreciate you making time to come in. Um, it's been very enjoyable. I appreciate and everything you have brought to not only me and my life, but all the students that you've mentored over many years. I appreciate You're the best. Very much, sir. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week with all kinds of people.